to the 34th episode. 34, I'm writing notes now. I'm a well-put-together adult. The 34th episode of the Have Aloha Will Travel podcast. I am your co-host, Kevin Allen, with me as always. Catherine Todd Fox with Hawaii Magazine. And also, speaking of adults, you are now like a quarter of a century year old. That says happy wow. birthday to me. It's your birthday. It is my birthday today, the day we're recording this, which is pretty fun. Wow. I know. It's weird. 25. Who would have thought? Oh, I don't know why you think 25 is such a, like, milestone and <laughs> death happens the next day or whatever. I just don't like getting older. Why? But 25 is good. You know why I don't like getting older? Because the one thing older people always tell people who are my age is that it's just going to get faster. Oh, I never heard that before. Really? I hear that constantly, and it is terrifying. Like, your life is over in, like, a second kind of thing? Yeah, like, it just, like, the years just speed up. Oh. Is that mm. true? No, I just think when you get older, when you're 25, people still perceive you as a child. I mean, I perceive you as a child, but when you're 25, and then when you get older, like, there's just kind of more built-in respect with your age, I feel. So I liked it better yeah, when I was that's... older. That is kind of what I'm enjoying. Um, you still definitely treat me like a child, but other people oh, yeah. don't now, which is kind of nice. What do you mean now? Like from yesterday to today? Yeah, exactly. I, I oh, woke up today and they were like, you're an adult now. I got a letter in the mail from the government. Do your said, parents still give you gifts for your birthday? Uh, not really. I mean, my dad is going to help me with that, that renovation project I told you about. Oh, about the floors? Yeah, so we just kind of called that my birthday gift. But Oh, I mean, that's I, nice. I don't know. Do people, do you get birthday presents still? No, I'm really old. So no. Do but, I still get birthday presents? From like Not loved ones? Not my family. No. No? No, but I'm also the youngest in a family of three, four. Oh, so okay. So you we are the were, baby then. We were for nothing. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I was there. I didn't have like big parties for my birthday. Oh, really? No. Oh, neither did I. I mean... You know what my birthday plans are for tonight is eating Japanese curry with my girlfriend and then maybe going to bed at 11. Um, That's so late. I know. That is pretty late for me. I've been staying up a little later recently. Again, I'm an adult. Why? are you? Wait, wait, wait. Why are you staying up late? Are you watching Netflix? Or I, I like how you actually know when I'm about to change the subject. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> and You're you can stop me. Um, I have been playing a video games because I'm an oh, adult. God. I've been playing. Yeah, I've been playing uh, games at night. Um, also, my girlfriend's been going to bed at, like, 9.30 recently, so it's kind of nice to just, like, you know, Kevin time, 9.30 and up, you know? <laughs> I can play video games and watch YouTube, although I have been watching Netflix. Last off-topic thing, I have been watching Netflix. The new Castlevania show is quite good. Oh, I heard about that. It's good. It's like a good adult cartoon. It's kind of gruesome in some ways, so be prepared for that. But... Um, what we are prepared for is to talk about your questions. Um, we received my questions, not your questions. I was speaking to you, the viewer, the listener. Um, okay. Also, if you notice an improvement in audio and video quality, it's because your boy got a new laptop. <laughs> twenty twenty MacBook Pro, baby. <laughs> Financing it like an adult on my credit card, like an adult. Um, we have accrued questions from readers and listeners and everybody over months and months and we're going to take this time to answer some of the questions that we got uh, i think a lot of these questions are really great um so the first couple uh our intern kyla who's great uh she pulled these off of facebook um 
And you know what? Let's just maybe start at the top of the list. Um, this one is from Kelly Chavez. Um, and she was asking on Facebook, what are some of the best gluten-free restaurants on Oahu are? Um, and I didn't know the answer to that. <laughs> Fortunately, Kyla did some research for us, and she kind of gave us a, a good little list. Um, and Kat, I know you've probably gone to a lot of these places. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think um, a lot of restaurants here offer gluten-free options. So Absolutely. they're not they're not a gluten-free restaurant. I know that's a point of contention because a lot of people who have celiac disease or are truly like, you know, um, have a gluten allergy need need their food prepared in a place where there is no gluten. So to have kitchens kind of prepare both sometimes I think people aren't so keen on, but I'll give you a list. Like Alan Wong is a good one. Um, if you call ahead, especially they do have gluten-free options. 12th Avenue Grill in Kaimuki. These are all Oahu restaurants. Um, there are some vegetarian and vegan restaurants that are um, pretty like Akamai to mm -hmm. allergies in particular. Um, Juicy Brew in Kaimuki, for example. Um, what you call Ethiopian Love Restaurant is another one. I feel like I always um, have to shout out my favorite vegan. Oh yeah, restaurant. Dude, Beatbox Cafe on the North Shore is so good. I highly recommend their Portobello Statuettes Burger. I don't know if that's gluten-free. Not gluten-free, though. Yeah, okay. Well, to the people who um, can intake gluten. Oh, my God. It's really good. But, okay, side note. Anyway, sushi is typically gluten-free. Is that true? Um, I, I did not know that. Well, because rice is doesn't have gluten in it, Oh, right? does it not? I... I yeah, no, bread and pasta have gluten. Where, who are you? Is rice not like a starch? It is a starch, but it doesn't have gluten in it. Okay, I just kind of encapsulated them all into the same. No, the same. But category. anyway, but the thing you have to be careful of when you go to a sushi restaurant is a lot of shoyu or soy sauce has gluten in it. You oh. have to get a specific like gluten-free kind of soy sauce, and it's, it's called tamari. And those don't. So anyway, people don't know that shoyu has gluten. It's kind of a hidden gluten. I did not know that either. I'm enlightening you. You are enlightening um, me. And then there are gluten-free snacks that Kyla came up with, like shave ice, which is essentially ice and like sugar. And sugar. <laughs> um, mochi, because mochi is made out of rice flour. So any kind of rice flour product would be okay. Kaki mochi, also made out of rice flour. Um, hurricane popcorn, which is really popular here. It's popcorn with like furikake and kakimochi. And then all the fruits or whatever. So those are kind of snacks that are, are good for you. Is that Fudakake Chex Mix recipe that you made, is that gluten-free? No, because the Chex Mix would have, had, would have gluten oh, in it, I, I see, would I imagine. See. The cereal okay. itself would have gluten, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, right, so well, there you go. There you go, Kelly. Restaurants. I hope that helps. But most restaurants call ahead and ask if they have gluten-free options. Yeah, I feel like a lot of restaurants, especially on Oahu, you know, they're all pretty, like, conscious of, oh, the, yeah. of people with dietary problems or dietary you know restrictions so okay well i didn't mean to say that i tried to catch myself it's not a problem i respect everyone's <laughs> dietary restrictions please don't push this on me right now um we have another question this one comes in from christy delfon peterson i hope i pronounce uh your your last name correctly uh can you recommend any expert laymakers on kwa'i um, Kat, I know you have an answer for this one. Oh, also me. So I'm not quite sure about um, specific laymakers because every every island would have laymakers from the island that are are producing lay that are sold in lay shops yeah. on the island. So you know, you'd have to just go there and kind of look. But I will tell you that on Kauai, that's where you'll find nihao shell lays. 
So I feel like that's a really special thing about Kauai. Um, the Ni'ihau shells are very, very tiny, 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 colorful, and very, very rare shells that you can only find on Ni'ihau, which is a forbidden isle. You can't really access it. There's there's a helicopter tour um, that goes to Ni'ihau, but in general, it's not something that you can't just go to Ni'ihau and pick up shells off a beach. So when these shells are collected and they're crafted into lei, these lei are super like, um, well, besides being just totally beautiful, they're, um, what is the word? They're just high value lay. I was going to say they're very expensive. Lays. Very expensive, but yeah. also part of it is the craftsmanship that goes into sewing these lays or, or stringing these lay. It's not just like getting a needle and sticking it through a flower. It's, it's, um, there are not a lot of people who know how to do it, but there's a lot on Kauai okay. and that's where you can go and get Nihao lei and our favorite place is JJ Ohana in Hanapepe. We went there, remember? We did go there. Um, yeah. Yeah, you made it a point for us to go there. Yeah. And yeah, the, the been... Nihau Lei they had on display there, you can see them. They're incredible. Like, they, yeah. uh, countless hours. I can't even imagine how long it would take. It's like several of your 2020 MacBook Pros. I would have They were very expensive as well. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, I would recommend going there. Um, they've been in business for like over 25 years and um, they're good people to talk to and their lays are authentic and well crafted. And I think if you're looking for a lay on Kauai, that would be the kind of lay I would look for. Yeah. And I love that shop too, because it was a very uh, hole in the wall kind of shop. Like right next door, there was like a convenience store. Yeah. It felt very homey. Um, yeah. I know it's not uh, Kauai, but... Um, Oahu, there are a lot of laymakers, and it's actually pretty uh, easy to find, like, lessons or groups. Like, I know Meliana Estes, um, she works with the Queen Kapiolani Hotel, and they do uh, workshops and classes there. Um, and we actually did a Q&A with her, so I'll, I'll put that in the show notes. Um, and as well, I know, again, this isn't... Sorry, I'm going off topic once more. All day. But Hanaho, um, which was a shop that I went to recently on the Big Island, um, it's not laymaking, but it's Hollow weaving. Um, and again, it's like... That you can see the amount of craftsmanship and like just how much work goes into every single, every single piece, and they do workshops as well. So, uh, I hope that answered your question. Kind of, we answered it in a roundabout sort of way. Um, I think we maybe gave a better answer than you were expecting. I <laughs> hope so. I yes. hope so. And oops, I went off the tab. There we go. Um, this one uh, was we we both were kind of confused by this next question. Uh, it's about stacking rocks. Oh, yeah. Um, and maybe, okay, so we both kind of had to Google why people stack rocks because um, we thought maybe it was because Hawaiians did it, um, you know, long right. time ago to make uh, shrines or ahu. Um, and these were, you know, very carefully crafted stone rock shrines to, you know, for their gods or for religious reasons or uh, ceremonial reasons. Um but it's kind of become like a thing to do on beaches. I don't and... even know if it originated here as a thing to do. That's the thing I'm confused about. Yeah. So I was, I looked it up because I know people come to Hawaii and they start stacking rocks on our beaches. And I, I've seen this when I was a kid and I didn't really understand it. And I did assume that it must be some kind of like Hawaiian cultural practice that is now being appropriated by visitors to the islands. Like they don't know the significance behind it. And so we shouldn't do that because it's not paying, it's not paying, it's not being respectful to the host culture. But as it turns out, I don't think Hawaiians even did that to begin with. So I'm confused about it. So I did some research 
And I remember, well, I was just telling you earlier, I'd seen the show where people were stacking rocks on the beach on the mainland. And yeah. I thought, oh, that's interesting. Like, is that, did they come here and learn it and then go there and do it? But I found this BBC story about a beach in Scotland where people were, are doing this um, so much that the, the Scotland government is like, can you guys please stop stacking rocks? Because for all the reasons why you shouldn't stack rocks here, the whole idea is to leave no trace. You shouldn't disturb nature. You shouldn't be disrupting any anything. Just don't touch stuff. Just don't and don't move it. things. Yeah. Um, why, period. Why, That's it. Why do you think they do it, though? Why well, do you think this they do article it? talked about Instagram and how people were doing uh. it. To, sh- to take pictures to post on Instagram for the gram, you mean? Well, I guess. I mean, but I still don't understand. I mean, I guess it looks pretty. I was gonna ask. I wouldn't be very impressed if someone on my Instagram feed posted like five rocks that they stacked. I know. Like, I don't get it. People are like jumping off mountains and you know doing really yeah. dangerous stuff, and you're like, "Yo, I stacked these rocks. It looks sick." No. Like, what? It's, I would I'm... rather see the beach than the rocks you stacked. I don't. I don't get it. You know, this question, maybe it'll remain unanswered. We, we don't we don't really know the answer to that one. Uh, what we do know the answer to is this next question. You kind of talked about uh, acting responsibly in, in our nature and in general when you're visiting the islands. Uh, Melissa tapped us on Instagram. She actually had a few questions, but we'll go over this one first. She was wondering, and I love this question. It's actually a really great question. It was how to kind of act responsibly in a cultural sense as well as just you know, responsibly in a social sense when you're kind of visiting the islands, um, which I think is a really good question because, you know, I think Hawaii is such a different, abstract, you know, society, or society. you know, we have a lot of rules here and things that, uh, you know, unspoken rules that aren't really, you know, prevalent on the mainland or overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it is easy to kind of make mistakes and not even know you made a mistake here. Um yeah. So yeah, she just she just wanted to, for us to give her some tips on, you know, maybe a few things on how to act responsibly here in the islands. Um, and I think you know you just touched on it, really leaving no trace um, when you visit uh, one of our you know many gorgeous natural hikes or beauties. Um, just respecting the aina, I think, is really important. Yeah, I mean, uh, so. Our Hawaii Tourism Authority had commissioned a bunch of videos that you can find. Um, we can find it in our show notes. We'll we'll list we'll link to it, um, where they went over different ways to be culturally sensitive and and to behave appropriately in Hawaii. So I think those are really good to look at before you um, before you arrive in the islands. But I think it's just being a responsible traveler. Period. Like it doesn't matter if you're coming here or if you're going to Ireland or wherever. I think there's just different. You just need to be respectful that people live here, uh, first of all, whether they're of the whole culture or not, people do live in these beautiful places that you visit. Um, so, like, you know, pick up your trash and, you know, mo- um, you know, understand the, the rules and the laws that, you know, govern these areas. Um, don't be obnoxious. And, I mean, there's so many things like that. You specifically um, hate it when people play music while hiking. <laughs> Why? You hate it. That's why there's earbuds. <laughs> I don't need to listen to other people's music when I'm hiking on a trail because I'm going into the forest to listen to the forest, not like gangster rap <laughs> or reggae or whatever. I don't need to hear it. You'll talk to them. Yes, I will. Don't, if, if you're thinking about hiking while playing music, make sure Kat's not around because she no, will. No, I will tell you. She'll jump on you. Yeah. It's just, it's just rude. Like, 
it's also being respectful of everyone else who's using the same, you know, trails or beaches as you. Yeah, definitely. It's terrible. You know, but you I, should go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just thinking, you know, yeah, I feel like when people do travel, sometimes they feel like, oh, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of money on this trip, you know, and they kind of forget that other people, you know, other people who just live in Hawaii and have lived in Hawaii live here. And um, especially like one that thing that kind of gets me that I wish maybe some visitors would do is go a little faster on the roads. Um, sometimes we get to really like beautiful, you know, scenic outlooks and they go really slow, like 10 miles an hour in a 35. Um, and you know, I got to commute, man. Like a lot of people got to make that commute every single day. And I know it's really gorgeous, but um, you know, follow <laughs> traffic rules. Don't honk. Yeah. Don't honk. Yeah. You're going to get well, scrapped if you honk. We have a lot of rules in place that sort of preserve our environment. That's a kind of a big thing because yeah. we have a very um, unique ecosystem here and we have plants and animals that are endemic to our island. So And it's very fragile. Know, we, yeah, it is. It is. We're the most remote, you know, isolate, most isolated populated place in the world, right? Yeah. So we have a lot of unique um, things here. So it's things like, you know, we have very strict um, regulations on what can be brought into the islands and what can be taken out of the islands, which makes a lot of sense. We don't have snakes here, for example. Um, and, you know, it just, we're trying to, there's an infrastructure set up to ensure that we can sort of protect and preserve our natural environment. And so for someone coming in, it's to think about that too and be respectful of that. You know, there are on trails, these like brushes on the, on, on the at, right at the front of the trailhead. And you're supposed to like brush your, um, your shoes on it. Yeah. And a lot of people just blow right past it. But the whole idea is that you don't want to track in invasive seeds or whatever into these areas and then also when you leave you're supposed to do the same thing um it's that kind of stuff i mean even on molokai when i went hiking we were going to take our rental car to this one particular area and we had to get access from the nature conservancy to get there so you have to stop at the nature conservancy office um to pick up your permit they hosed the car down with clorox really they didn't want anything going into this pristine area yeah. and it's stuff like that i mean it's it was a little bit of a second like more work than i i was imagining but i get it um and i think you're right people feel entitled like why well, paid all this money and blah 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 it's like yeah but you don't have to be a jerk i mean you paid all this money to see a beautiful place but if you ruin the beautiful place, then there'll be no beautiful place to come to. Yeah, I feel like that really is a big thing for us is, you know, I think people, especially people who live here, we know how beautiful Hawaii is and we really, really want to keep it that way. Um, So maybe that's why there's like a lot of restrictions in place and, you know, why people really do get pissed off if you litter here. Like, don't don't litter or else, you know, we have some very vocal, angry people who will get on you about that. Um, You know, when you're going to the beach, um, you know, make sure you pick up all your trash. Um, don't do any bonfires with pallets uh, because there's hot, rusty nails in there. Um, that one's more actually to locals. You guys stop doing that. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like something from your past. Yeah, yeah that's uh, definitely a North Shore thing. Um, you, you know, I wish I told my high school self that, although I doubt my high school self would have listened to me now. No, but gee, it was only a few years ago, and now you're just <laughs> old aging Almost man. a decade ago. I know, I'm an old aging man now. Great. Well, I think that was a pretty... Uh, pretty solid response um oh also kapu means uh keep out um in a cultural sense um a lot of places will have kapu signs um that just means keep out there's a lot of private property on oahu that or on all the islands that you really don't want to trespass over 
Um, it could be someone's yard, you know. So make sure if you see that sign, just don't go in there. Great. Melissa had one more question. Um, and that was, she was wondering where she could find some really great Maui happy hours, um, happy hour specials on Maui specifically. Um, which is a bad question for both of us because neither of us drink. Um, so, but... Now, but happy hour could mean, like, food discounts. I that's mean, true. But who... How many people are going to happy hours for food discounts? I do. I know. It's because we're both we're both dry. <laughs> neither of us drink alcohol. <clears throat> Although I have been having a cup of red wine every night. I see your collection in the back. Thank that's you. That's what you're alluding to. Yeah. Thank you. There's like four of them. Yeah, because we're getting older now. It is. It's because I'm a mature adult who drinks wine. Um, but I found this really great website, and I'll put it in the show notes. Um, Melissa, hopefully this answers your question. Uh, it's called MauiHappyHours.net, and it is exactly what you would think. It's like almost every single freaking happy hour on Maui. You can <laughs> browse um, by city, so Makawao, Napili, Paia, Waikapu, Wailea, Wailuku. You can browse it by region, west, south, central, and upcountry. And you can even browse it by time. So that's like anywhere between 8 a.m. and 1 a.m. I don't know who's having their happy hour at 8 a.m., but, you know, you can find it there. No judgment. <clears throat> hey, no judgment. They also have a full list of all the bars that want to be sponsored on their site. And there are a lot of them. Sorry, not sponsored, but shown on their website. Um, and what I actually thought was kind of cool, it's kind of like a little further down, but you can actually sort by, here we go, whether you want outdoor seating, um, whether you're looking for dessert or trivia, whether the place is pet friendly. So this is a great website if you're looking for Maui Happy Hours, MauiHappyHour.net. This is not sponsored. <laughs> I know it sounds like an ad, but it's not. Um, it'll be in our show notes as well, though. <clears throat> so you can check that out. And I have one last question. Man, we're just burning through these. Although, oh, we're making pretty good time. Um, Emily from Instagram um, she messaged us asking she's thinking about moving to Oahu specifically um, she's a recent graduate uh, she's actually from Germany she's German uh, she's a recent graduate in sports management and she's kind of looking to you know change a pace change a scene she loves the beach she loves hiking all that kind of stuff she's a real seems like a real outdoor person um, and she wanted to move to Oahu and asked us if we had any tips any tips Kat <laughs> It's hard. Well, I think moving internationally is, I don't know the rules that way. I mean, I think it would be a lot harder, right, to move internationally. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, right now, not, obviously, it's, you shouldn't move right now internationally. Well, that's true. You are going to be subjected to a 14-day quarantine yeah. if you move anytime this summer. But um, I would, what I would honestly do is I would, I would hook up with uh, some kind of property management or a real estate company to look for a rental for you and in that process they can help you what was that Did you give me like a high five no my cat jumped up oh i thought you're giving me a high five i was like thanks kevin i don't yeah, know was that a great, great answer, answer. <laughs> so anyway um man i'm totally thrown off here oh um they can help you with the more of the details of the actual move because there's things like if you want to move your car if you want to um like just your shipping of your goods and especially coming from Europe, that's yeah. gonna be crazy balls. Gonna be crazy. I would say I wouldn't bring much. I yeah. would I would buy a lot of stuff here, honestly. Um, I would also try to find someone you know from Hawaii to talk to about um, neighborhoods in mm -hmm. particular and knowing which island you wanna go to and um, because a lot of people mistake the big island or Hawaii Island for Oahu, which is the 
urban central center. Um, and then I remember having friends like looking up homes on Craigslist. Oh, really? And you and I are Craigslist. We're you know, junkie. You know, I'm a big Facebook marketplace guy now, though. Oh, really? Yeah, if you're looking for, that's maybe my tip. If you're looking for a place to rent, Facebook Marketplace has a lot of really good deals. Yeah, but you have to know the neighborhood. Like, yeah. I remember I had friends that were like, oh, this place sounds great. And I'm like, well, you're working in town and you're going to live in Makaha. And they're like, well, it's only like a 45-minute drive when you Google Map it. And it's like, well, actually, if in rush hour traffic, though, it's like two and a half hours. Like, it's stuff like that. Um, they may not truly understand, like, the neighborhoods. And so... I would say, you know, do some research on the specific areas that you want to live in and the commute times and, and all that stuff. It's not that simple. Yeah, it's, it's really important to, yeah, factor in traffic um, wherever you're going to yeah. live. You know, especially if you're looking, you might see really great price, prices for rentals on the west side or something like that. And right. just know that there's a lot of traffic going from the west side to Honolulu, um, which is, you know, a lot of jobs are in Honolulu. So that's why rent is a lot higher in Honolulu. Right. And some areas are just tougher in general to live in if you're um, not from here. I mean, I think that's true for any, any, you know, any state, any place. Um, and it's just, you know, there's just, there's income differences and there's, I mean, it's just different, you know? Yeah. So it's, and then there's places that are like uh, far away from the beach if you love the beach, but actually they're great places to live like yeah. in the valleys, but the beach is only like a 10 minute drive away. So living on the beach versus, you know, I, I think you just have to kind of figure it out and ask a lot of questions. And I, I would hook up with a real estate company, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. I would say, yeah, maybe try to find an agent or a real estate company. And, you know, they're really great at talking to you and kind of communicating what your needs are and, you know, right. what your budget is looking like specifically. Uh, there are whiskers in my screen. I know, it's All so right, cute. I'll just bring her out real quick. Ami. Oh, she loves to bite screens. Look at this cat. Oh, hi, Ami. Look at this girl, Ami. Nobody is... on the podcast is going to hear Ami, but she's so cute. She is so cute. I know. I just realized um, if you want to see my cat, I would say go to the Facebook or YouTube version of this podcast. Yeah. Just tune in just for my cat because she's a real cutie. Okay, get out of here. <laughs> Throw her on the ground. Yeah, Emily, uh, there, there are really a lot of factors to think about. Um, especially with this kind of move, it's a huge move. Um, just know that it's pretty expensive in Hawaii, just as Oahu specifically is a very expensive place to live. Our groceries are really expensive. Our rent's really expensive. Um, maybe don't think, I don't know, thinking about maybe just using our public transit if you want to save a lot of money. Cars are really expensive to have here. Um, and the bus is actually a really great system to use. Um, and aside from that, I mean, yeah, get yourself a real estate agent, do some research do a lot of research so read so much that your eyes are falling out of your head and uh yeah hopefully that'll help you make the correct choice um great and i think we are just running out of time right now we're, we're killing oh you know what we forgot to talk about <sighs> our digital issue oh shoot you want to you want to give us a sales pitch on that we should have talked about that in the beginning of our podcast oh <laughs> So um, we have a summer issue that's on newsstands right now, but we decided to put together um, something called the Editor's Guide to the Islands. So right now, you know, there's a travel restriction flying yes, to the islands, are. but we we know and anticipate that's going to soon be lifted or hope that it'll be soon be lifted. Um, and we know a lot of people um, who love Hawaii think about it and mm -hmm. dream about it and are planning trips to the islands and are unsure. So we put together something called the Editor's Guide to the Islands. You can find it on our app. So if you go to... Um, Google Play Store or at the Apple Store, you can download our app for free. Yeah. But in order to access the to access 
the um, digital issue, you need to pay um, yeah. four ninety nine. If you want, to, if you are a current subscriber of our magazine, you can call our circulation office. You can put that in the show notes. You actually have free access to all of our digital archive on our app. So it's something to think about. Um, but it's got like great, I like it's got great stuff about like beach tips and walkable neighborhoods. And I, I'm really proud of the issue. I think it's really fun. And if you're planning a trip, I think it's worth downloading and looking at because it is like stuff that's really useful when you're planning a, a vacation to Hawaii. Yeah, it's a great resource. I think this might be one of, you know, I think we really came into it thinking we wanted this to be a resource for readers who are planning, okay. you know, their return trip to Hawaii or, you know, your trip had to get moved due to COVID. Um, yeah, I think it's a it's a great resource. And yeah, again, it's it's great to have on mobile, you know, like you can yeah. take it anywhere. You can yeah. be in one of our the walkable neighborhoods we talk about and you can have that map on your phone looking at which shops to go to. Um, right. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I think that, that we, we should have talked about this in the beginning of the podcast. I know. But um, you know what? Maybe I'll do some editing magic and splice it in there at the beginning or something. We'll, we'll figure that no, out. No, it's okay. We can talk about it on our next podcast, too. Yeah, maybe we will do that. But yeah, so, anyway. I think that'll be the end of this podcast. Okay. Um, I've, I've got Kyla's script in front of me. I'm going to give that a read. and then I'm Oh, gonna, yeah, do it. I'm going to do it. Thanks for tuning in today's episode of the Have Aloha Will Travel podcast. For more travel tips and insider scoops, check us out on the web at hawaiimagazine.com or on all social media platforms at Hawaii Magazine. Have Aloha Will Travel is also available on all streaming platforms, and you can find video versions of the podcast on the Have Aloha Will Travel YouTube channel. Our digital issue is in the app right now, and you can check that out. Shoot. You know what? I tried to ad-lib the script, and I couldn't do it. Check out our digital issue. It's really great. I think our summer issue is also still on shelves. Um, if you want to pick that up and I think our last podcast, we talked all about it or the yeah. one before that. Yeah, it was our last one. So please pick that up. Um, I think both are really great and, uh, yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. Mahalo. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay. That was so odd. Was it? Your ending was strange. Was it really? Kind of. It was a little too put together. That's why I feel like. Yeah. Maybe. This can be the real ending to the podcast. I'm still recording. <laughs>